Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. And oh my goodness, my Nintendo Switch is dying, everybody. It's the worst what? day in the entire world. It's happening. All right, explain all... what is happening. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm worried. I Did you worried. get the red ring? <laughs> there's a red, there's a, the <laughs> home button. Is there a Nintendo red ring? <laughs> it's it's a, the, you know, the little light on the home button that never shines for anything. Yeah. It's just blinking. <laughs> That's it's just when going. it shines. Oh. Okay, here, here's the situation. So I started to play a lot of Animal Crossing and I started to notice that I could hear my fan more. Now, I don't know if this is true for YouTube, but I can I can audibly hear my fan when playing the game. Okay. I mean I've I've had I've heard it once or twice, but I, I not a lot. Okay. So usually on startup of the game, it gets a little bit loud and like I can hear it and it's not a big deal. But then this morning I turned it on. And my switch started to shake a little bit and it, the, I could hear physical parts moving. It was like, it was like a, mm. a ratchet. It was like, it's like the fan uh. is dying inside. <laughs> and if I, if I rotate my switch into different angles, it'll stop. Like right now it's fine because the game is up and running and this, the fan isn't. But I think when the fan goes to like a hundred percent mode, it's just like on and it's like it's bananas it's so loud oh it, no it's like it's hmm. it's like a it's like a it's like a wrench cranking inside and i'm very worried and i was like oh my god what's happening so i want to know if any of our listeners if this has happened i'm gonna have to do search on the internet the problem is i can't get it fixed if i wanted to right like yeah. it, and then i'd be without my switch forever anyways even if i was getting it fixed what do i do i can't even buy a switch because they're all sold out what am i to do yeah, that is no good. Of all things, I think what was it? Just literally last week, Nintendo had said yeah. they're closing down the the repair shops for the foreseeable future. So that you could tell Heather hers went missing <laughs> and just take it back. <laughs> well, and now here's my thing, right? So your your Animal Crossing thing is saved to your Switch. This Can is the even... worst nightmare. Yeah, this is you are literally like going to be living <laughs> the entire issue with the cloud saves. You are going to be living it. Mm-hmm. This is it's absolutely terrible. And like Animal Crossing, I think it's locked to your console. Like I don't even know if mm-hmm. can I transfer my save to another Switch. I don't know. I don't know. So this is no good. Do I need to buy another Switch for like five hundred dollars on eBay? I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, I did see that there was a Switch Lite sale happening on a on GameStop, but it's yeah, like an Animal Crossing bundle, and you get like a twenty dollar eShop card with it. Worst case scenario, that is an option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I mean, okay, so the fan is is freaking out. I wonder, I would look, considering the fact that at the moment, and this, th- you may not want to do this. I, I did this with Joy-Cons where I was opened it up and kind of poked around a little bit. But it if it got to the point where it was not working, it's not it's out of warranty anyway, right? Because we bought them three years ago. It may not be bad to see if you can open that case and blow out the fan with a little compressed air just to see if there's maybe something in there or maybe a screw or even just a simple if it yeah. sounds like it's moving maybe something could just be tightened down mm. you know without getting crazy without going full-on fixing like taking fans apart and stuff mm-hmm. maybe it just needs a little a little tlc a little you know just a little something there because you don't want that to die and no. then really you're in you're in trouble yeah i'm so worried I'm so yeah worried. that's a bummer I don't even, like i don't even want to i don't even want to 
to, to, to send it in, even if they, if it was open, because I'd be without animal crossing for like two weeks. And like, basically I'd rather die a week from now, but Do you play it more handheld or more docked lately hand, handheld. Okay. Cause I was going to say the only time I've had my fan really kick on where I could hear it was docked mode because I don't think the dock lets it breathe enough. And it's, that's the only time when I'm playing Witcher three or this, it'll kick on during dock mode. But when it's handheld, it never does that. Well, let me tell you something really cool. I sent you to a video. I don't know if this works because you both probably have iPhones and I have Android, but I sent you a video of my new Genki HDMI dock Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. This is cool and it totally works because they figured out magical things where a little tiny brick, like it's a little power brick, has an HDMI out, it has power out and a USB. And what I did is I plugged it in and it has a little USB-C cable. You plug it into your switch and then in the little power plug is an HDMI cable and you plug that into your TV and then your dock can, your switch can just sit wherever you want and it totally works amazing. It charges it and it does HDMI out. So Michael... Just saying, your yeah, switch is going to die too. Go. So yeah. get ready. That might be the way to go. So it keeps it a little bit cooler, mm-hmm. you know. In this day and age, not having Animal Crossing would be tragic, like a nightmare. I don't nightmare. even think yeah. it can be yeah. in existence. I mean, really, yeah. what is there to live for at exactly. that point? So. Exactly. And then what are those turnips just rot in your pocket oh until you can get the switch back? I mean, jeez. <laughs> oh so, oh, all right. Well, terrible. you have to keep us posted. Let okay. Everybody's keeping our fingers crossed that this is something that can maybe be resolved. And of course, if you, if you, if you uh, decide to do some surgery, you should absolutely stream that on our Twitch. <laughs> So that we could yeah. see you could do your top down like you do with your coffee on your on your Twitch account and do like a, a surgery. You could have like the little heart monitor beeping in the oh, background. No. And we could be like watching the, along. It'd be that cool if be, I could stream oh. my my heart pit, my um heart heart. Oh, yeah. You could have it in the corner and it's like this little like and as it gets more intense somebody heathers off screen but pats your forehead to get the sweat off it's like there used to be an old uh like wii u gamers like a surgeon game and i think they had that or something like that and you could yeah like, you know yeah. this would be perfect oh my god i love it man uh, we'll keep us posted buddy we're, well, we're all well. hoping we're, we're yeah. we don't want this to happen that'd be terrible so now we do have some i would say interesting but potentially good news we all know that e3 was was canceled for this year due to the coronavirus and everything that's going on with that. Um, But ESA has given us new dates for the 2021 event, and that is now officially June 15th to June 17th. So we have that to look forward to. We still don't know for sure if there's going to be uh, some sort of digital, you know, conferences that Nintendo and Sony and and Microsoft are going to put out. I would assume they're going to do something around where E3 would have been this year, but there's no official confirmation yet. One thing that is confirmed is that due to E3's cancellation this year, IGN has announced a summer of gaming digital event, and they're essentially doing a digital uh, E3. It's going to be this June, and IGN is collaborating with a bunch of partners. They've got 2K, they've got Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon, Google Stadia, uh, quite a few, THQ Nordic, and more to be announced, apparently. They're, they're saying to expect many more to come. So what they are uh, telling us is that it's going to be publisher presentations, 
pre- and post-discussion, remote developer interviews, hands-on demos, preview impressions, gameplay, and news. So it's it's just like E3. It's a digital mm-hmm. E3. So I think this is really exciting. They're going to come out with more information about the event in the future. But uh, this this would be a fantastic substitute. And I do think that this is great for IGN because typically they're they're covering it anyway. So this is just a way for them to kind of move into the spotlight even more. So I'm excited for this. I I that would have been a huge hole for us in in you know June because I know Mats and I typically always like to go through and watch all of this stuff and kind of chit chat about it and go blow up our Twitter accounts once a year with crazy game information. So yeah, I think this would be great and I'm excited to hear more about it. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is our new norm. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's going to be, I don't want to make apocalyptic predictions, but I think for the next three two at least two years, maybe up to five years, all all conferences just canceled. Everything's canceled. I mean, you'll still have some, but these mega ones where there's so many people, I mean, one, here's what's going to happen. Everybody's going to change to digital events, right? Google's Apple, Microsoft, E3 is going to do this. They're going to find that it's cheaper. What did Nintendo find like 15 years ago when they stopped going to E3? That, that, oh, it's cheaper to do a video that they can just hit play, right? I mean, it's still expensive. You have to do production on it, but it's going to be cheaper than flying 250 people over to it. And this is going to be our new norm, I really mm-hmm. think, for quite a long time. Um, we could have almost put this in the COVID-19 update, but I mean, I'm not too mad about it, only because if it, this if, if conferences go forward and they go back in person, they will be changed forever, and maybe there will just be more online content for our, us to consume. And I think as people that will probably never go to E3 again, maybe, I think it's a cool thing. So I'm into it. Mm. I think it's definitely going to scratch the itch that people are going to have. I do think if if this whole situation dies down and it becomes whether it's a seasonal thing or it's gone, you know, completely, there is going to be a huge push, I I believe, for in public type events just because people want that so badly right now. I mean, you already see murmurings of people. I can't wait till the bar is open. I can't wait till this opens. I can't wait till museums are open. I think you're going to see people itching to be back in groups and kind of socializing with people, friends, peers, coworkers, things like that. But I also think this is going to create another whole um, like industry almost where you've seen things where Zoom is just booming right now. Any sort of teleconferencing is just booming right now. I do think it's good for us as people that don't typically go. I just hope it doesn't hurt those smaller indie companies that need those in-person things to make connections that they couldn't have normally gotten with Microsoft. They can't normally mm-hmm. just call somebody and say, hey, I need to get in there and talk to somebody. Whereas at an E3 or any sort of in-person conference, it's easier for them to go up and say, hi, I'm so-and-so from X. I'd love to grab a coffee with you later to discuss something. You know, oh, yeah. and that, that's I mean, that's the one thing that's going to hurt. I think most of all, a lot of consumers don't give a crap because they say, mm-hmm. oh, well, they don't see those inner workings happening. And that that's really important for those companies. So it just makes me nervous for those poor people, like the smaller companies that don't get that. But I think it's exciting for us as consumers to have more access digitally now that we can enjoy and see. And, and, and I don't think our experience will will hurt very much yeah i mean and and and, you know i'm a you know 
speaker as well. And I go to a mm-hmm. lot of conferences every year. And, 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 and I, I think that there's a positive and a negative, just like you're saying, because I was talking to some coworkers who just, they just did a talk in, in, um, Copenhagen virtually, right. There's a, a conference in Copenhagen. So it's all in that time zone. So it's really nifty. Cause they're like, okay, I don't have to go anywhere to have to do anything, but yeah, you miss those connections with people mm-hmm. nothing will replace like you said, t- talking to people in real life. I mean, it's great to talk in Animal Crossing, but we had it's to hop on. Say, yeah. We had to t- hop <laughs> actually on the phone to like t- you know talk together, um, because nothing replaces real real life, unfortunately. And, and being around each other would be even more fun in local play, which is yeah. which is more fun because I do it with Heather all the time. So yeah, but, you know. yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I I think it'll be interesting to see how this this affects from here and into the future for the next couple of years. I think it's going to be substantial. Yeah, I think there's always going to be for any like large gathering, some sort of like underlying anxiety about being in large groups or, or mm-hmm. you know, forcing that that networking that people are probably going to have to get used to not being able to do. Like, for example, my sister, she's graduating and she was trying to like get a job at a bunch of places. She was banking on e3 to network with people she doesn't have that now so yeah yeah it's it's affecting more than just or gdc she was going to go to that that's what i'm yeah sorry not e3 gdc but it's the same kind of idea as Mm -hmm. you know people are not being able to connect with the people they need to to go and develop the industry more so yeah yeah but moving on to a little more positive news (laughs) We have some Animal Crossing information to to kind of review. So I don't know if any other people playing this week noticed, but there are quite a few updates that happened to the game, which was a little different compared to what we're used to from Nintendo. Uh, usually we don't see this many updates in such a short period of time, but this past week there were three different updates. Uh, the first one was eliminating a, a, a duplication glitch of some kind. I guess like people were able to uh, duplicate certain uh, objects. Mm. And then there was update 1.1.2, which it did a few things, but the most important thing it did was it fixed an issue where housing plots were unusable. So if you if a uh, resident left the island, the house wouldn't be able to be lived in again. Uh, so they fixed that. <laughs> and then the 1.1.3 fixed a bug where balloons stopped generating. Like the little floating gifts in the sky just stopped generating after you popped 300 of them. Uh, which the event that's happening right now, that's kind of important, even though there are a ton of them. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's good that they fixed that so quickly. And and like I said, it's it's different to see Nintendo having so many updates so quickly for something. But I think it's a good sign of things to come, considering that they're fixing these things so fast. I mean, thank goodness that they can, because imagine if mm-hmm. you couldn't pop more than 300, how are you going to get a gold um, uh, slingshot? Yeah, is that is that what it is? <laughs> you have to pop like a crazy amount? I believe it's a thousand. Like, what everyone's predicting right now, because I did see the first gold axe video, which is if you... You have to hit like a thousand, ten thousand trees. I don't know. It's a lot of trees. Okay. Um, and then you get the recipe to make a gold axe. So save those gold mm. nuggets, people. Save those yeah. gold nuggets. Yeah, um, definitely. That's. I mean, it's great that they're patching this stuff. This is a huge, huge game for Nintendo. So mm-hmm. if if things were broken for too long, I think, I think it would be very bad. You yeah. know, right now, I don't. I, I know Animal Crossing would have done really well no matter what, but I bet you they're seeing crazy amount of participation on a day-to-day because of what is going on in the world. Everybody's oh, yeah. kind of forced yeah. to just sit. And I've got probably almost 80 hours in this game already because 
what else are you going to do? You know what That's I mean? True. Like yeah. we're working on some stuff, but most of our client work has slowed right down. We've got, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I can only clean my garage so many times. <laughs> it's so true. I might as well build a garage on Animal Crossing. Well, and that's the thing there is it fits go. into your daily routine too. I like, I literally wake up at 7.30. I start to make my coffee. I shower. I get out and it's almost eight o'clock, which is turn up store time. Store opens. It's store yeah. opens. It's yeah. go time. You know, and then it's cool because at that time I can tell you all what mine are, but it's almost 11 your time. So like by nine o'clock, I'm like, okay, turn up update number two from the crew. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so yeah. Um, I know you are not doing anything else. So give me those turn up prices. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, so uh, it's a little bit of other news that we'll go to here. This is a pretty exciting. If you're playing Pokemon go, which I'm not anymore, but I was at one point for very, very, a lot of times. It, you know, they made a lot of adjustments to the game. I know Christina is going to give a recap of that, but they've been doing these um, spotlight hours and mystery bonus hours. These have kind of been in, I'll say, test mini events. Now, they decided, though, that this went very well. And instead of having two to make them more streamlined, they're going to combine these into a single weekly event that they're calling um, the spotlight hour. So they're basically going to get rid of the mystery bonus hour. It's just going to be one thing combine them together um it's going to be every tuesday at 6 p.m your local time and this is cool because a, a pokemon will be uh, featured and there'll be special bonuses as well on the 7th so tuesday the 7th purloin will be the spotlight i guess it's already over so because this is the 8th when this podcast comes out <laughs> uh, but on the 14th magnemite um, and you'll earn twice candy for catching pokemon a wobbuffet will be the spotlight on the 21st um, again you'll earn twice the candy for transferring pokemon and then the 28th Pidgey, because of course a great Pidgey will be featured. Um, you learn twice the XP for evolving Pokemon. So that's pretty cool. I like that they're, you know, making some changes and evolving the game after four years at this point, mm. three years. It's old. It's old. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And then I guess that kind of segues into our, our COVID-19 update because, and, and it, it makes me think too, like it's cool seeing how all of these companies and, and, developers are adapting to what's happening in the world. So just to uh, review what Pokemon Go did a couple weeks ago is because people couldn't go outside as much. Um, they like doubled the XP. They did like half off on incense so you could stay in your home and still have Pokemon show up. Um, they did stuff like that. And because of that, and because they're having these events and things happening still, their revenue has increased 67% for a total of $23 million. And then the week previous was only $13 million. So that's insane. Um, and they're all saying this is because of everything that they've been doing with the outbreak and, and, and you know, how they've adapted and things like that. But I think what they did was very smart. And I think this shows that, you know, people are still playing and there's even more people wanting to play because the downloads have spiked um, because of the changes they do to the virus. So there's less walking. People have more free time, more people are wanting to play. It's a lot more accessible to play right now. Uh, so yeah, big, big spike for Pokemon Go with everything that's happening too. That's crazy. I mean, I understand that they, they did less walking, but to me it's, it's, it's just kind of crazy that a game based on being outdoors is a, having a spike. You yeah. know, I, mm -hmm. I get that they, they kind of tweaked it so that you can't. But I, I think I wonder if because they did that, they're seeing people, whether they're coming back or new people, because they're like, oh, I don't maybe it's more accessible now. Right. So that the, yeah. maybe they were, didn't have the ability to walk around as much or as freely. So now they're able to kind of partake in something that a lot of people couldn't at one point. It's, yeah. it's pretty interesting. 
I have a theory too that a lot of families, like you know, parents and their kids, say their kid was playing it a bunch. Well, now their parent is getting involved because they're spending more time together. It's something they can kind of bond over. Mm-hmm. So that's probably yeah. happening as well. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for them. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, to continue on with our COVID nineteen update, Nintendo came out with a another. They reaffirmed the idea that they're having delays with Switch and and now Switch Lite. Back in February, they mentioned that Switch was going to have delays. There was, you know, there a lot of what they do to produce them is built in China, and with COVID nineteen, that was delaying everything. Well, they said now we didn't mention Switch Lite because. We had a lot in stock back then when we announced it in February, but we're getting to the point where we're, we're running out, essentially, and you're going to basically see that these shipments are going to start slowing down, and that's going to cause delays. So we already knew Switch was hurting, uh, and now we're, apparently we're going to start seeing some shortages with Switch Lite, and I, I mean, I know I've gone to a couple targets. I haven't seen any switch or switch lights there so Mm. they're becoming very very difficult to find i think it's a terrible time because there there's less of them and at the moment there seems to be more demand so it's it's tough i mean it'll be interesting to see what kind of numbers nintendo puts out are they what could they have done and what are they doing now you know considering production so short yeah, I mean it's kind of crazy because you know Nintendo used to do all of their all of their manufacturing in Japan. I think maybe before the Wii, maybe the Wii was the last one, or maybe they transitioned there. Um, not to say that they still wouldn't have impact, right? Because a lot of those parts are coming from China too. So even if they, that's the problem, right? Even if, like you said, like they're not always made in China, a lot of those parts are coming from China, which is, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of what you're reading from this article. And that's the hardest part is just, that's how everything is going to be. I mean, I went to go buy gym equipment, like just, you know, jump ropes and bands, like they're almost all sold out on Amazon. You know, you know, I open up every conversation with my friends. I said, what's your toilet paper count? Right. Do I need to send you toilet paper? (laughs) That's what I need to know. Like, do you need toilet paper? Do you need toilet paper? Right. So it's, it's like the turn of price of the real world. Um, <laughs> what, um what's, what's your supply, you know, and, and, and we, we you know, we have been lucky cause we went to Costco before like way back in the day, but even that is, you know, we only had so many you know, mega rolls, but we got lucky and found, found some locally, but you know, it's one of those things where it's going to be hard to, to yeah, make these things. I, I'm going to have to go to my local target and see, because now that my switch is dead, basically, I mean, it's not dead, <laughs> but I, I'm going to, I'm so worried. You're I'm just assuming to, it's going to happen. Oh, oh my God. I'm so worried. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to get a switch again. Well, that's what I was like when I first heard the fan come on and, and I could sort of like, you know, almost not twist my switch, but kind of like move it. I could, I could feel like something was a little off. So maybe a screw is loose. Um, I was like, okay, maybe they'll just send, uh, release the switch pro soon. And I can just do the update. Right. That would give me a natural reason to, to, to upgrade. But now I don't know. Let's we're hoping we're, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed. We have not given up on your switch yet. OK, OK, well, I'm, I'm a little bit positive news. My new favorite thing in the entire world to do during the COVID-19 crisis and pandemic is to watch late night hosts attempt to do their shows <laughs> from their house. And it's so funny. Like I was watching um, late night with Seth Meyer and he like started in a hallway, which is the worst place to go. Right. I'm in a room that's pretty echoey right now. I just put up a. I put up a a blanket to help like, you know, some of the echoing because I don't have a lot of furniture in this room. We're sort of moving around constantly um, mm-hmm. ad hoc. So obviously I don't have my normal setup, but it's so fun to watch him. Then he went into his garage and he did like a garage setup. And then it got so cold in New York that by the end of his um, stream, 
uh, or, or like show recording, like his nose was just bright red. And like now he's in his <laughs> attic and I was like, what are you doing? And like, how come your audio and how come your like everything is terrible. But anyways, Jimmy Kimmel, who actually has really great production values, looking pretty good, did a little shout out to our friend Tommy Nook. And by a friend, I mean enemy of the entire world, Tommy Nook. <laughs> how dare. Uh, Animal Crossing got a little shout out in uh, Jimmy uh, Kimmel's quarantine monologue. He basically gave a, a shout out to to the nooks specifically tom nook and timmy nook um not tommy nook because we don't like you tommy sorry tommy yeah. you're terrible all the, the, all the noise right there. yeah <laughs> uh, but it's cool and in fact you know i've listened to a lot more people on different podcasts just their whole families getting into it going to town so it's cool to see you know just like the switch really went mainstream to see animal crossing right and this is not nintendo like you know when switch came out Reggie fils would go on, you know, late night shows, show off the switch, show off all the, you know, cool stuff. And like, no, this is just like, this is hit mainstream, which I think is really, really cool. So little cool shout out. Yeah. Very, very funny. And it just, like you said, it's just a show the, the reach of this game right now. I mean, everybody on, on our friends list is playing it. We have a new, we have a friend Becca who we were talking to. She was, really she just had started zelda and I, every time i would turn on i'd see her playing zelda and she's loving zelda and i think mm-hmm. little by little we've whittled her 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 resolve down to the point where she now <laughs> had to go and buy animal crossing because all of the like cute little photos i had been sharing and things like that where i'm sitting on a bed i think it just it just got to her she was like i need to just I just got to get this game. And uh, yeah, so now she's playing it. Yeah. So now she's playing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody is doing it. Everybody is playing it. I was watching. Um, I, I don't know if you've got, if you, neither of you are familiar with the grandmother that was playing animal crossing. She's oh, 88 year old. I heard, I heard this. I heard mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. I did not see yeah, the so video. This is the one where um, a character is named after her in, in the game. Augie, I believe is the, is the, character's name something like that well this 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 grandmother she's 88 she plays on her three days she's been playing still the old version and she had in the in the most recent video which came out on the second of this month she said she was up to around she had to get a new 3ds and between the two she was over four thousand hours in animal crossing new leaf and in the video um i think it's her grandson gave her a animal crossing themed switch and animal crossing and so they were kind of trying to set it up together and getting her going and he showed her the character that is named after her and uh it was really sweet it was really cool and it's just really interesting to see the reach and you know who knows how long this woman's going to be playing this version of it right like this is another four thousand hours worth of content in this game possibly for her and uh it was really really sweet really really cute to watch the one thing I will say is watching her play it, it made it, and, and we're going to talk about this in the future, but I just wanted to say that it made it more, um, it really hit the, the the nail on the head for me that touch needs to be in, implemented into this version of the game more mm-hmm. because she continuously kept trying to touch the screen and he's like, oh no, it's not in this game. You can't really touch anything. And you have a touch screen like let us use, use the touch screen there's so many times in this game i like if i'm emailing one of you and i'm typing my email with the touch screen let me t- hit the present so i can add my present and that I, I have to use the thumbsticks for it's like okay well it doesn't make any sense but watching her interact with it she kept wanting to touch the screen and i'm like 
come on, you got to make it so people can use the touchscreen for this. But yeah. overall, su- super sweet video of this woman. She seems as excited as an 88-year-old grandma would be excited for a game. And she <laughs> loved the design. She kept saying how cute everybody was looking, and she thought it looked fantastic. So I'm excited for the new update on on her progress. They They need to do an island tour so I can see where she's at in the game. They need to like make her a Twitch streamer or something. Oh, like be, stream yeah, the whole thing. Like that would be awesome. If she did like a tour of her island on Twitch, I would watch it. <laughs> Doing her daily life stuff and people would just eat yeah. it up because it's so sweet and endearing and and honest. It's not a show. It's not somebody that you're trying to like put this this fake persona into the world she's just being her and doing her thing it's okay to be yourself i, I love stuff like mm-hmm. that yeah yeah very it's 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 refreshing sometimes because you watch some of this stuff and you're like oh okay that's your that's your youtube you i want to see the just you yeah you watch me playing um ring fit adventure on twitch and then you're like oh <laughs> look at this dork look at this guy <laughs> now this guy's honest <laughs> it, it reminds me more of like so when I watch someone who's like genuine and just trying it for the first time and really enjoying it, it makes me see the other people who do it for a living and how much of a show that they have to put on. Mm. It yeah. it's it just kind of makes that show even more. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can be entertaining without having to be crazy and loud and screaming in your mic and doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. All right. Now, before we get into our long discussion about specifically Animal Crossing and and the quality of life stuff, we got to get through the games, guys. So, uh, top 10 bestsellers of the week. First, Animal Crossing, no surprise. Uh, Two, we have Drawful 2, which is nine cents. Uh, Third is Watermelon Party for three cents. Fourth, Mario Kart Deluxe 8. Fifth, Revenge of the Bird King. Sixth, Minecraft. Seventh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Eighth, Just Dance 2020. Ninth, Thief Simulator, which is on sale for two bucks. And 10th, Pikuniku, Pikuniku, sure. Pikunika, I don't know, <laughs> but that's 10th. And then I was really happy to see that at least in the top 30, Good Job did make it to 13. So it is on the oh, list. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I was happy to see that. But yeah, and that's it. I've been listening to a lot of people comment on that and they're really enjoying it. It seems to be doing Good. really well, which I'm excited about. And I, you know, it definitely, we've mentioned it in the past that we're interested in it. So mm-hmm. it just makes it that much nicer when uh, it actually is doing well and it came out as good as it looked. So that gets us to new releases that we're into for this week. We actually have a couple checked. I've got the first one, so I'll jump right into it. And that is the Pen and Paper Games Bundle. Now, when Knights of Pen and Paper came out to the Switch a little while back, I did add it to my wish list and I thought it was something I would be interested in. But now that this bundle's here, I think that's going to replace it because this actually has three games. It has Knights Knights 2 and Galaxy, I believe. And the whole idea of these pen and paper games, it's a little meta where it's you are playing the character that's playing the characters in the game. So if you have ever played D&D, you know you're all sitting around and you're kind of controlling your character that way and kind of figuring out what they're going to do. This plays the character that plays that character. So you're actually doing (laughs) RPG roles. You also are playing as the character in the game master. So you can choose which battles you're going to fight in. You can kind of go through it together and do all of the different stuff together. And it just sounded really interesting and unique to me. This is normally $30. It comes out on April 8th. And at the moment, it's on sale for $24. I, I'm still busy with what I have. I don't need this game right now. But it is get going onto the wish list because the, the idea just seems so 
so different and so kind of fun and unique. And I like RPG games. I like any of this kind of world that they've created. So it gets a check for me. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I was going through that and I was looking at it. I need to look at it even, even further. The only problem is I'm just terrible at RPGs. I booted up like bravely default and I was like, ah, like I don't have time for this. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. They're just too much sometimes, you yeah. know, there's a lot. The yeah, beautiful game, the beautiful demo. Definitely highly recommend that. I just don't have time for it. Now, a game I do have time for, which I thought I was going to be able to play this week because the closed beta comes out on April 9th, which is Vigor. Now, this is a cool game. It's already out on Xbox, but it's a free-to-play shoot-and-loot game where you also do shelter building in a post-war Norway. And this is, like, really cool. So you can, like, optimize, like, loot uh, resources and valuable items. Like, you build your shelter to put all of your vital equipment. So it's kind of, like, really neat. And I was pretty stoked for it because, like, up to 12 people online coming off of Warface, which I played a little bit um, last week, which was pretty entertaining. I was like, this game looks really beautiful. And now, of course, all the trailers and stuff. I'm not sure if they're Switch versions, but it looks pretty cool. The problem is, is that this is the closed beta that's going to come out. And I went to the website, biggergame.com slash Switch, and it's like, uh, we're already sold out of closed beta, so yeah. you can't get into it. So I was like, ah. Yeah. Oh. So I guess I'll wait for the open beta. I don't know. Just give yeah, us I thing. had to check with this one, and then it was the same thing. I went to get the get in on that closed beta and had the same experience. So I was like, well, I okay, I guess I'll wait. But it does look interesting. It it's I, I don't know. I liked what they said. I liked exactly what you were talking about. I thought it was kind of going to be a battle royale at first mm. when I hear you know looting and you know, run and gun type stuff, but it, it seems much smaller. So I definitely will check it out. I'll keep an eye on this one, but uh, yeah. yeah, bummed about that beta. So the next one on the list I had checked, which is on April 9th, Bridge 3. Um, it's it's a, a bridge builder. There's like 30 different missions. Uh, you can build your own levels, really similar to Carried Away. And because I thought of that, I was like, I wonder if Carried Away is on the Switch. And I looked it up and it I didn't see it. But Michael, you said that it is. It's just under a different name. Yeah. It when when I saw your comment that you wanted it on there, I knew it was. And I think it this uh-huh. name change happened recently. So now it is oh. called uh When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. But it is the same game, and I don't know why they had to change the name, but yeah. they did. So yeah, it is on the Switch. Okay, well then, the version on the Switch is one fifty, and then Bridge Three is ten dollars. So uh, make your own choice there. But it it, it looked interesting. <laughs> I put a check next to it. So <laughs> make your own choices. <laughs> make your own choices there. <laughs> so the last one I have is April eleventh. It's called Tharsis. It's a twelve dollar game that's on sale for nine dollars. The whole idea with this one is a mysterious signal comes from Tharsis region of Mars, and it gets the crew, your crew of astronauts, to go on this risky mission to figure out where that signal came from and who sent it. And while you're on that mission, you, your your ship gets hit with basically asteroids, and two crew members die from that. So now it's kind of this, whoever's left on the ship has to run around and figure out how to fix the ship and stay alive. So it's essentially, it's a turn-based survival game, but it has board game mechanics built into those video game mechanics. So all of this stuff sounded interesting to me. You're going to have choices that you need to make, moral choices that you need to make. And then when you go and you say, okay, I want to fix the the flux capacitor on this thing, you're going to roll the dice. And if your number comes out ahead of what 
whatever that number is that you need to be, you're successful. If not, you take damage or die or starve or whatever the 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 punishment is. So I like that a lot. You manage four astronauts, each with their own special abilities, and then you can unlock others. I don't know how those others actually get to the space station because essentially you're supposed <laughs> to be handicapped and like just floating around in space. So I don't know where they come from, but apparently you can unlock other members. And I really like this idea. When I there was a game a while back that I downloaded and played for a little bit, and it was sort of a space. Um, game like this where you're kind of trying to manipulate how much storage you have and you know control the different pilots and things like that and it just didn't do it it wasn't what i really was hoping for this seems much more strategy based and much more i love the mechanic of rolling the dice and those things that are built into this so i'm excited for it i like the idea of seeing who stays healthy who stays fed you also have to keep people sane so they don't go crazy and probably do poorly at their job but i like this and uh nine dollars it seems pretty worth it it's like a um space oregon trail yeah yeah exactly yeah exactly <laughs> like that it's a perfect uh perfect example and you can still but, die from dysentery yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so that gets us into everybody's favorite segment in the show what's your plan i will just kick it off i know you know, we all are playing the same thing, but the only mm -hmm. thing that I'm playing in addition to Animal Crossing is Witcher 3. I'm absolutely loving it, taking my time, really finally kind of figuring out all of the, like the the mechanics that are on, going on there where you can build Geralt to be stronger and better and whatever. I love, and I didn't know this going into the game, but there's moments where you get to play a Siri. Those are really fun. And it may just be in my head, but she feels like she controls differently than Geralt does. Like she feels snappier, faster. And I like that because while he's do he's not slow in any means, but he his controls are a little clunky and she doesn't feel that way. So it's kind of a cool and it, it and in my mind, at least the way I'm painting it, that's kind of how I would see these two characters behaving anyway. And she's lighter, she's faster. That seems like that's how she should be handling. So I'm having a ton of fun with it, loving the story, and uh, couldn't be happier that I got it on the Switch because I also love having all the expansions in it because I'm doing quests and I'm just going along and then it'll say, oh, this is a quest that's part of X expansion where it just feels naturally integrated. Whereas, cool. you know, if you bought the game and then bought the expansions, you kind of have to go back and redo these things. But I don't have to do that right now. And you, you know, it, it just feels so much more natural to play it this way that I'm just kind of mixing and matching and things are happening and it's like, I'm getting the full story and I, I love that. That's awesome. I really, I mean, I, I think that's probably the optimal way to play it. Like you're saying, and I'm glad you're having a good time on the switch. I, I have noticed this is your late night game. I, I think it seems to be that I've seen you online, but I, yeah, I play this one because sometimes it's easy if I'm sitting on the couch watching TV or something to mm. do Animal Crossing because you're not listening really. Mm. But with Witcher, I still want to be dialed in. I want to yeah. hear the dialogue. I want to hear things that are happening. So a lot of times it is. It's something where I'm like away from everybody else, away from the TV, away from any distractions, and I can just sort of focus on my game. And once the stores close, I mean, what's the point? Yeah, so. what else are you going to do? <laughs> I'm not selling for 20% off. Come on now. No, no. I'm trying to make <laughs> bells out here. Exactly. All about those bells. Um, all right, so I've been um, obviously playing Animal Crossing, which we'll talk about. I also played, like I said, Ring Fit Adventure, which I'll put a link in the show notes to me on Twitch playing the new rhythm <laughs> mode. And did you, did you either of you two watch me? Ridiculous oh, yeah. I, oh, I'm pretty jealous of those 
those moves of yours. <laughs> I tuned in a little too late, and then by the time I like I saw there was a video of it, I was like, ah, I want to play Animal Crossing, so I didn't. Watch it. <laughs> oh, that's Sorry. the right move. That's the right move. <laughs> it's the right. Move. I had that's fishing right to do. Okay. There, there's there's no reason to watch me, but I was I told I told uh, Heather I was like I'm gonna stream myself playing Ring Fit Adventure, and she's like, you're an idiot, and I said I can't. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> so. And she was. No, That's she why was, she doesn't allow you on her island. She's just. She's like, just doesn't want you there. Well, well, what we found today, by the way, when I visit other people's islands, is I just steal stuff. So I can't be trusted. Yeah, I can't be do. trusted. But I put it back. I put back the flowers. I put back the flowers. I'm a good boy. Um, you betrayed my trust. My, my trust once. You'll never there, get it back. There goes the best friends. Um, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you'll be cut off. Probably. Um, so I, I, I booted up and I played the rhythm mode, which is super duper fun. There's just not enough songs. They have all the songs from like what you've played in the game. And then they have mm. two Mario, one Zelda, one Splatoon, and one um, Wii Fit. And, and, you know, they're like two to three minutes. And it's super duper fun. It's really, really good. I really enjoy it. I I think it's better than the main game, personally. Wow. Um, but because I, I could find myself sitting there playing them over and over again. So I hope that they add more songs. Like I would buy a bundle of songs. And the Zelda one, which is what I open with, is very good. It's a it's a, um, a meta metal metal. It's a bunch of songs together. Um, okay, whatever that's called. Um, oh, like a medley. <laughs> a medley. Thank you. I want to call it a gotcha. melody, which is that's not correct. <laughs> a medley of songs. So the Splatoon one's fun, but the Zelda one is really good. It's a bunch of Breath of the Wild songs, and oh, the there's one Mario one, which is like um, it's from Odyssey, but it's like when you're on um the the normal streets and it's more like classic dun 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 and so you oh, do cool. it you do it with the thing it's fun and then i've also been doing normal ring fit adventure i finally figured out how to get to world two because i was playing the game and i had gotten past world one when i first got it and it goes to world two but it's like oh you need to go level up so go play the old levels and I went back to world one and I didn't know how to bring up the world map. I just, I couldn't figure it out for like two weeks. <laughs> I, I, and then I finally figured out how to hit the, like the down button to pull up the world map. It was very confusing. So now I'm on world two, I'm going through it, burning some calories. And I've been playing that because we've been doing couch to 5k and we've been running, but that's only like 20 to 30 minutes. So I want to do more, mm-hmm. a little bit of extra exercise. So that's my ring fit adventure. So anyways, it's good. You can't buy it of course, cause it's sold out everywhere. So it's there, but um the last thing i'll mention is i picked up cereal cleaner about Mm -hmm. three months ago for like 10 cents or a dollar or whatever this game super cool everyone should put on their wish list right now so cereal cleaner i think christina even said that she wanted to put on her wish list back it is on my wish list you should have bought it Mm -hmm. you should have bought it you missed out (laughs) this game so artistic and cool the whole concept is that you are a cleaner for mob the mob basically for killers and it's really fun. Like it's top down, really cool graphics, really stylistic. And you go around as the serial cleaner and you have to like avoid the cops and you can hide in things and you have to pick up bodies, put them in your trunk, pick up like the, all the things, um, like the crime scene items, like a gun or like a baton. And like the cops are like patrolling and you have to like avoid them sort of like, um, metal gear solid style. Mm -hmm. And then it's just fun because you also have a world overworld map, which is, like home, which is your home and it's in your home and your mom lives with you and like you have to take care of her. And it's, it's fun. It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. So I've been playing that a little bit too. So that's my, that's cool. That it did look very good. So it's awesome that it is very good. It is very good. I recommend it. It's a good break from like animal crossing. 
Yeah, nice. That's excellent. So, Christina, what have you been playing? I have been playing so many things. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. I've only been playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh, last week, I was really sick, and that's literally the only thing I did for probably three or four days straight. Um, but yeah, a lot of Animal Crossing. That's pretty much okay. it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. then we we know that we've all been playing that, and so we're yeah. all loving it. There's a lot that's great about Animal Crossing, but we currently have a couple events going on, and I think we should talk about, now that we've got substantial hours i mean varying between the three of us but we've we've mm-hmm. played it enough that i would like to s- just kind of have a quick conversation on maybe things we'd like to see improved we've talked about nintendo making updates what would we want to see different or improved or added to this and on top of that i have a theory that i want to fly by you guys and see what you think okay. oh. get, get around to it I have, I have a theory on something and i want to make sure that we both know here's here's going into this week this is a sunday recording i looked up both of your profiles you're you're both at 75 hours or more mm-hmm. I, I am at 20 <laughs> hours or more so oh, a little okay. bit of a difference okay. but a bit of okay. a difference but, but you're pretty much the same but you can yeah. you'll be able to tell us if it's something actually that's perfect because yeah, some of out. the things I want to see change you don't have as many hours so mm-hmm. maybe you're not experiencing them yet. Yeah, so um, it's good. That's good. Yeah, so we'll see what, what if you can agree or disagree or however you want to do it. So, Christine, why don't you start? Yeah, so I'll go and list off just a couple quality of life improvements that now on the side, Michael and I have mentioned in passing, like some things that we would like to see. Um, and that's what I've kind of listed below. And then I have just I want to talk about the Bunny Day event specifically. <clears throat> so for quality of life stuff, the first thing is I want an easier way to go online or offline. I don't want to have to go to the airport every single time and talk to the dodo and go through all those dialogue boxes just to go online and let people come to my island or go to another person's island. Okay. Um, second is I want less repetitive dialogue. So every single time I dig up a clam, I don't need to see the the dialogue that happens, um, especially when you're trying to make tons and tons of bait. Um, and that also reminds me, I also want to be able to bulk craft things. So I don't want to have to make one thing of bait at a time. And then I'd also like a list of people currently on my island if they're visiting. And I'd like to see a little dot of where they are in the map, just just some sort of signifier to show where they are. Because just now, actually, um, right before we were recording the podcast, I had a bunch of people on my island, including both of you. Um, but I set my switch down and I thought that everyone was off my island. But I guess they weren't <laughs> because my switch went to sleep and we got messages in Discord from uh, one of our listeners, Marby Z. He was like, is everything Okay. <laughs> You went offline. What's wrong? (laughs) I'm still alive. I'm I'm good. (laughs) But I didn't know that he was still on my island. So uh, that would be nice to to see somehow. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I'm I'm very similar to you. There, if Uh there's a lot of things that I think could be improved, but I would say those are some of my main. For me, yeah. That I'm I'm experiencing a lot of right now is the rep- like the repetitive dialogue that needs to stop. I don't need to every time I go looking for clams on the beach, I don't need to see like I don't need it to be shown. I don't need it to say its little cute phrase like that's that my could favorite be, flavor. Yeah, that could be saved for the first five times, right? Yeah, or the very yeah. first time. If the very first time you get something new, show the screen, show the user, do your little cute catchphrase, which I, I love. It's not even that I don't like them. I think that they're they're funny little dad jokes every time you get, yeah. you get something. But I I don't 
when you're looking for 30 clams on the beach, you don't need to see that. It's exhaustive. And this game is not, you know, people may pick up and play, but if you're trying to literally do something like last month, we were losing some fish. You have to have bait in order to do it. You you are making people farm it so that you can get the fish that you're trying to get. That's you're not like breaking the game. You're just playing it a lot. Mm-hmm. And those things need to kind of go away. When I talk to blathers, I don't need to go through this whole spiel. When I go to fly somewhere, if I have a nuke, a nook thing in my, in my inventory, you don't need to tell me. I already know. I put it there. Stop reminding me that I have one. Just say, do you want to fly somewhere and let me go? Right. I don't mm-hmm. need all of that stuff. So the dialogue definitely needs to be cut down. I, I like it all the first couple of times. And then once you've learned it and it can see, oh, you've got 75 hours in this game. I don't need to tell you, you have a Nook coupon in your inventory. <laughs> so like cut it out. Like just let us do what we need to do on the daily basis. I think the other one would be the online in in general. Just like let mm-hmm. me get in, in and out faster because every time I go to my island, I try to open my gate. That's a process. Then I try to see if anybody else has their gates open. That's a process. And then you have to close mm-hmm. your gate to see if you can go somewhere. And it's just like, in if, for me, it's getting me to do it less because it just seems like that's that's two minutes of my time that it's I could be chore. working. It just seems like it's a chore. Yeah. It's It's removing some of the enjoyment out of it because a lot of the times, and I think other our other people on our friends list, have stopped opening their gates because it's just a process. So little by little, I'm seeing less people have their gates open and I, I just stopped checking now. And that's a bummer because I, I like going to people's islands and I don't want to text everybody every time I go to their Island. It's because, you know, you don't want to bother them, but I like seeing what people are building. I like seeing how they're decorating and I want to be able to do that easier and, and faster. Yeah. Um, that's a big one to me. And I do think touchscreen support should be in here better. I think especially for the emailing, you already have it for texting and writing. Make it so I can attach GIFs. Make it so I can do things like that with the touchscreen. Uh, when when I'm creating custom designs, touchscreen should be included in that. There's there's definitely mm-hmm. things that should be, should be there. And then lastly, the inventory swapping. We have to go to our house to deal with our inventory, make it so that I don't have to select every single item to put it in storage. Just like you do when you're donating, just like you do when you're doing other things, let me select everything. And then when you do select more than one thing, just put in storage should be the option or drop. Another thing I just thought of too, and this is actually an update they made in my time in Portia, is if I have a bunch of wood in my inventory at my house and I'm in my house trying to craft something, I should still be Just able to use, use that it. wood. Yeah, I shouldn't have to put it in my own inventory on my person yeah, a, to be able to use it. And I would streamline so much. Yeah. If you if you're crafting at a station <laughs> in your home, it should access mm-hmm. the inventory from the your home. home. That's storage. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. Anywhere else, fine. It's in your pocket. But I, <laughs> yeah. I agree because then you're you're just constantly going back and forth and you're doing all these weird tasks that don't add any value and they're just more or less there just to mundane stuff. Complicate yeah. it. Yeah. And I think people would enjoy it. It is a true quality of life improvement Mm -hmm. um, that I'd like to see. So Mats, you have less time. What do you think? (laughs) You know, I'm starting to get to the point where you are all at. I I guess I don't. Here's the thing is I don't really farm a lot. So I don't really do a lot of tons of fishing and I don't do tons of, you know, 
other things around the, mm-hmm. the place. But I think what I'm really more annoyed with is like moving things on the island island. So like mm-hmm. moving trees, moving flowers, like you can plant a flower without digging a hole, but you can't pick it up without digging the hole. And, yeah. And I'm sort of sick and tired of, <clears throat> I'm sorry to say it, but like having to dig two holes behind every single rock every single time to get the most out of it. Right. I know I could get mm-hmm. six if I just do normal, but I want all nine mm-hmm. or whatever, you know? So there's these things that like in the beginning, they're really fun. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm like hacking it. I'm doing like, you know, cool. And, at some point, you're like, and I, I got to go do, do the routine of doing this. It's extra just an thing. inconvenience, yeah. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. I don't mind. Like right now with a bunny event, it's kind of a lot to go and dig up nonstop stuff. But I did say I will say that I have increased my pockets is I think as much as I can. I don't know. I got the extra extra ones. So I've done two upgrades yeah, to too. my pockets. It's like mm-hmm. I, I want to increase. My, I pay even more. I'll increase them like times twenty just to carry stuff around yeah. because it gets rid of these problems. And maybe as we play, that stuff will unlock. Right. What would be cool is if you could like have a chest outside your house and then you just open the chest and you don't have to go into mm-hmm. your house. Right. That would be a, a mm-hmm. bonus. Um, yeah, I, I'm not too worried about some of the things with the repetitive dialogue. I am noticing now that like with even getting online, it doesn't bother, bother me so much that it goes through a little bit of a, of a process. It is like a minute process. The problem is when you accidentally select something wrong and I do this all and it the cancels time. it all out, cancels it all out. Like I did it Ugh. twice yeah. this morning where I accidentally hit online or local instead of online. Cause it's the first mm-hmm. I wasn't looking and then it just went through it and it's like, I can't find anybody. I was like, Oh, why can't I find anybody? So that's been, you know, pretty annoying um or like you spam b to get through the dialogue and then you accidentally just close out the entire dialogue all, all and the have time. to start over <laughs> all the time i do that with timmy and tommy yeah. and i'm just like oh like why I do know. i have to talk to you like so many times timmy and tommy to sell something yeah. um yeah i think you know the other thing that I, I i get a little bit upset about is it's the small things like not even the dialogue but like i, I almost want to pay the 20 percent like tax just to not to go talk to timmy and tommy <laughs> just have to do it but like, <laughs> yeah. if they're open during the day, why is there a tax on the box? Like, why does that exist? A handling fee? Yeah. Where are you handling it? It's just make it a <laughs> shoot. Um, yeah. And I agree. So some of that stuff is pretty repetitive. Like, why do I have to go assess the fossils to make the donations? Why isn't it just combined, right? And just mm-hmm. make that a little bit more seamless. And all in all, these aren't huge things, but no. you do them a lot during the day. Um, that being said, I think that the bigger problems that I'm seeing is because I am earlier on the game and I went to your town and Christina's town village Island, whatever, whatever we're going to call it. Mm-hmm. And the problem that I have is I don't even have the first expansion room onto my house. Like you get the bathroom first. Mm-hmm. I don't even have that. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been buying so many turnips. I can't pay off my house. So it's a cylindrical cycle of debt. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the problem I have is that, um, you have like ramps and you have extra bridges to get over the water. And like in the first year, like, it's cool. I got to pull out a ladder and go up this thing. And it's just switching between all the items, even though I have the circle wheel, that seems to be my more annoying part or like, Oh, I know I shook this tree, but, Oh, the hornets are here and I forgot to take out my net. Now I'm screwed basically. <laughs> um, yeah. And those are things that you live and you learn, but, um, th- those that's are just playing the game. Yeah. That's just playing the game basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so it's those things where it's like, okay, you, you know, those things I wish 
they're nice obstacles to feel like, oh, okay, I got this, this, you know, um, this bridge and I got this, 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 these stairs to go up. But then at the same time I have, I literally have a bridge and I never use it because it's like, it's never convenient for me because I want to be able to have bridges everywhere so I can cross 24 seven. Yeah. That's how I'm I'm just building so many bridges now, or at least attempting to, because it's super expensive. Yeah. But I have, I had one bridge in the beginning. I'm like, oh, this will be a good spot. I never use it. It's just in the worst spot ever. Yeah. You guys got to optimize your islands. I'm not having that trouble at all. Well, <laughs> well now that I know. I use my bridge all the time. I guess that, yeah, that's true. I have I had mean, to move you, a lot of things around. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and now but, that I know, I will. But uh, so mm-hmm. I do have a quick hack for you, Mots, with the, with the dig in the hole. What I did is I built stone stools and I placed them where the holes I would dig normally go. And you never have to dig again. You use those two stools as your backboard and you just can hit the rock oh Oh, that makes sense so that's what i'm going through my island and placing those and i don't have to dig anymore when i want to hit a rock that's a good idea because i noticed the holes go away at night or whatever yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i was using Mm -hmm. them as a way to say to myself okay i've dug that or i've hit that rock already and then sometimes the hole was there and sometimes it wasn't so i was like well i have to hit it anyway i might as well just put something more permanent here and just kind of use it as a as a way to kind of get around having to do that extra step and it That's seems smart. to be working out okay so That's smart. you just smart. have to That's have a, a couple rocks there but um hmm. it's not that big of a deal nice it's decoration <laughs> yeah it's decoration it'll work towards yeah. my star rating so there i guess yeah <laughs> if nothing else i'll, I'll take it yeah, but I th- uh i think i think for me the biggest part is that i still want we talked about it last week i still want something else to do with my friends on mm-hmm. the island that does my no, like, quality of life is like i want to i want if i'm going to go through the trouble of visiting someone's town right which is like a, it's a process mm-hmm. i want to be able to do more than just be like i want to go buy your turnips right and then yeah. leave. give me so, more steal a flower and go so yep give me more which one i, I stole christina will never know <laughs> so here's my here's my theory and I want to see what you guys think. We've we've talked about that dock a few times, right? Mm-hmm, the random mm-hmm. dock that just goes off into nothing. So when you go to your museum and you go to the aquarium spot, there's a submarine and a sub, like a, a diving suit. But they don't, there's no reason it's there. It doesn't talk about it. You didn't collect it. It's just there. And what I would love is at some point that sub gets pulled up next to the dock and you have an underwater element in the game. I would think that would be so cool to see, and I want to. I want that. I want to have my island, and then the water around my island to be something I get to explore in the future. Now, I don't think this is going to happen anytime right away, but I would love to see that implemented in the game some way. What if that is like the summer event? That would be amazing. That would be That'd so. That'd be cool. amazing. You know, I I think I want to see that be implemented because a lot of other things that are in the game, you know, there's there's the museum a lot in the museum in general, I don't think is fully explained yet, because why is there stairs going up that they don't go anywhere. So maybe at some point you get an addition. I have read that in previous versions, Celeste, who does visit the island, used to run an observatory so it'd be interesting if she you know you catch enough star fragments and she's like wow this is a hotbed for astronomy i'm going to create an an observatory here and maybe that gets added to the top of the museum in the future um things like that i want to see like there there's weird little 
like that sub makes no sense to me that it's there. I would like to see mm-hmm. it implemented. Let me let me go underwater a little bit, almost like a mystery island, except you get to go off and see a mystery underwater element. Mm. And it seems like everything else in the museum does have a purpose, like yeah. it's shown for a reason. So why mm-hmm. wouldn't that? What that if that's you, a good observation. And what yeah. if you could go and then do like deep, deep sea fishing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. See some real yeah. crazy stuff down there. Cool. Or get like underwater fossils and oh collect things that Ooh. you can't get on the island. Oh my God. Yeah. If you put on like a little scuba suit and you're down there like shoveling. <laughs> yeah. Oh and it's God. got the scuba scoop sitting right next to it. The little, yeah. it's sitting right next to the mm. sub. So, I mean, Aww. and it's made for a person. It's not an animal suit. It's shaped like my character. So mm. why else would it be there? Somebody had to use at one point. Let me jump in that bad boy. <laughs> So that was my that's my theory my um my my hope for Animal yeah. Crossing is we get these yeah. and I'm excited because I know we are going to get a lot more you know right now we have the bunny event I think the bunny event needs to be more I don't want to see every event I think that's one of the issues I have with Pokemon is that the the big events are essentially the same event over and over it's just a, more raid battles and you get different Pokemon which is okay but. I don't want every event that happens in Animal Crossing to be more balloons and fishing up, you know, mm. trees for Earth shell. Day and digging yeah. up trees for Earth Day and balloons falling for Earth. Like, give us actual events. Let us, I want to see something happen in the game. Um, mm-hmm. It's so hard to fish right now because of these, these damn Oh my gosh, that's my biggest pet peeve. Because not only did this start on April 1st, where all these new fish are, are shown in the game. <laughs> I'm trying to catch them and fill up my museum. That is the thing I care about the most. That yeah. and breeding flowers. And I can't do that because every other thing I get is a stupid egg. I'm yeah. so sick of it. I mean, I don't like that. the cherry the blossoms, stuff that I, the, I the love the cherry blossoms, blossoms cool. yeah. but I don't have any of the recipes. I, I'm not getting any, I'm getting blossoms like crazy. I'm collecting because I know at some point I'll get more recipes, but I only have two. Mm, me too. I'm really? not getting any recipes. I got two, yeah, oh. yeah. You gotta make I've sure you shoot down clock. not just the egg balloons. I mean, I That's shoot how I've every balloon. Them. If okay. I see a balloon, I'd get shot. But okay. I've only gotten the like picnic thing that that comes for the cherry blossoms and the wall clock. That's the only thing I can make right now. And I want the the lanterns and stuff, but I don't have recipe. Well, I got the lantern and the wallpaper. Oh, oh, yeah. maybe we'll do some swapping. Yeah, yeah like that. <laughs> that would be the way to go. Sorry, we, we we interrupted you, Christina. You were gonna say something. Uh, I was just more ranting. It doesn't matter. But it was essentially the same thing. <laughs> well, you know, just, the, the thing oh, is. Oh, you know what it was. Yeah, you know what it was. Sorry. No, go for <laughs> is, it. So not only am I stuck catching all these eggs and only getting eggs when I'm trying to actually do things in the game, not just bunny day stuff. But the only things I can make with the eggs are super cheesy. Like I'm not mm. into like the, the crazy mm. egg theme stuff. Like yeah. I don't want to look like an Easter egg. I True. I don't know. But I understand, yes, that if you craft everything and you get all those recipes, the bunny will give you something. Now, mm. my question for you guys is, what do you think that thing is going to be? Because I'm pretty sure it's just going to be something stupid like, here's 5,000 bells. <laughs> I think it'll be more bunny stuff. That's what will happen. I'll give you like a bunny oh, I suit. I hope not. So I, here's the here's the thing that everyone's not talking know. about. Here's the thing <laughs> that everyone's not talking about. No <laughs> one wants to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Where's KK Slider? Where's my KK at? I need KK Slider in my life. You'll you'll get him. You'll, you'll get, get there. I don't have any. What? How do you guys have KK Slider in your life? I don't have KK Slider in my life. I don't. I don't yet. You'll get there. It, do you have it's KK like Slider in your life? It's, it's, I need KK he, he Slider. He will be now. in our life. 
I need That's KK like in my life now. I don't, I don't gotta... want it to be Endgame. I got all of his posters on his wall. Come to my town and sing for <laughs> first, it. First, first Mots, you need to pay off all your debt. No. Then you'll yeah. get KK slider. <laughs> and you need to add the uh, the campground. Then I got to buy the expansion pack. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to yeah, get no. the expansion pack, the KK <laughs> expansion pack. Uh, yeah. I I I know we've been going on a rant about things we want different. I, I think it's fair to say we all are loving the game, but oh, absolutely. let's not let's not pretend every game is perfect. And these are quality of life improvements. We're mm-hmm. we're 75 hours in, and I'm sure there's listeners that have way more than that. And I'm sure they have the same frustrations. So uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts on it because mm-hmm. we're always down for talking some Animal Crossing. But oh, yeah. I uh, I want to see. I'm excited. You know, I agree with Christina on this with the bunnies and the eggs, and that it's just not my aesthetic. I don't I don't want it. I'm hoping that because there's like 40 different recipes to oh make. God. I'm hoping that the thing we get is worth the hassle and worth having all this ugly crap all over. It won't be. Um, it won't be probably. I mean, I would take that bunny suit because it is a bunny suit. It is a yeah. character yeah. in a suit. And if he wants to it take is. it off and give it to me, I will wear that thing around my <laughs> island. But I'm um, I'm hoping I'm keeping my fingers crossed. It's worth the hassle of dealing with all the eggs. But you know what? People are loving this. I'm sure. I'm sure some are just as frustrated. Mm-hmm. But when Christmas rolls around or Halloween, Ooh. I'm going to be all over oh, things yeah. dropping and catching whatever I get. Christmas bulbs out of the water. That those are my holidays. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a thing for for Bunny Day. Yeah. But Christmas Day, you know that I'm all for it, and and it's going to be totally worth these eggs. I think it's a good place to end the pod right there. I agree. Yeah. We have the next four months eight months to look forward to we're almost there (laughs) almost there all right thanks (laughs) thank you too for for talking i love it i I love all this i gotta go collect more eggs now because i didn't i didn't even know i had to build all them here's what happened i'll give you a real quick overview is on the first day the bunny came uh i just held down b the entire time and fast forward through all of it (laughs) and and then heather's like she was telling me all the things i need to do and i was like oh i didn't know i was supposed to do that and then because the next day day two i was like where's the bunny at and she's like he's only there the first day and the last day i was like oh she's like didn't you read i was like (laughs) come on look at me i didn't read anything Uh, (laughs) yeah Yeah, all right you get them one day and the last day that's uh... Uh, all right well thank you too i'll see you on your island absolutely Mm mm-hmm